0: This is the Six Man Show, an Orlando Magic podcast, with your hosts, Will Robles and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball. Five fans, four fans. Go Magic. What is going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show with your boys, Jonathan and Will. What's going on? Will, are we loading right now? Are we deloading? Are we deloading right now? We might be. I don't know if you guys saw this today. Um, was it today or was it yesterday? The days kind of are blurring together recently. Uh, when you have a newborn that you know doesn't sleep, sometimes the, the, the days just kind of get mixed up on you. But I, I, either either yesterday or today, whatever. Um, there were some reports coming out from Shams uh, that the Magic are looking to pursue D'Angelo Russell this offseason so I, I tweeted out a couple weeks ago I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast like I usually do. I'm driving on the Howard Franklin bridge from Tampa to Saint. Pete across the bay there and uh, Bill Simmons on his podcast predicted that uh, that Kyrie wasn't going to the Knicks that he was going to sign with the Nets and then that D'Angelo Russell would sign with Orlando and at that point I almost drove off of the bridge into the I guess what we would call the Tampa Bay. But, man, it's it's really looking like the Magic are going to be pursuing D'Angelo Russell. How do you feel about that? I feel pretty good about it. You feel pretty good about if it were to happen, or you feel pretty good about our chances? Like, you think it's probably going to happen, or you're just saying you feel good if it happens?
1: I don't know if it's going to happen for sure, but, I mean, I would say we have a pretty good chance.
0: So, But you agree that, like, Kyrie would, or somebody big would have to go to the Nets for them to, like, one, let D'Angelo walk, and two, like, he would become kind of expendable in theory at that point.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel like Kyrie going to the to Brooklyn. Um, I don't. I don't know how that that tag team would do over there.
0: Question: If you're the Nets, you want Kyrie more than you want D'Lo? Because I'm not so sure. I to me, I don't think that's smart.
1: No, I, it just depends. You want one of the best, you know, guards in the league. Or do you want a guy that in Kyrie, or do you want Delo who's younger, who's who's not as injury prone, who's who, not potentially
0: who's, a cancer to your locker room?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know.
0: I mean, I, I would be all for it, but like, that means like Vooch is gone, like Terrence Ross is probably oh, yeah, gone, we'd, like we'd have to clear a lot of space. Yeah. yeah. But I like from the moment that we drafted Mo Bamba. I was like, okay, it's time to get a legitimate point guard. And and DJ's, you know, DJ had a great year. Nobody's saying that DJ didn't have a great year. But just somebody that could, you know, get to the lane, get into the lane a little bit easier, actually be a threat to to finish in the lane, just to give Mo Bamba like those easy dump offs and and somebody who can run like decent pick and roll with him, get him some lobs at the rim, stuff like that, just to help him develop a little bit easier, a little bit faster. So I to me like D'Angelo Russell, like I would love to keep have Vooch and D'Angelo Russell, but that's not reasonable yeah, and that's not that's not though. realistic. But it would just I would just be awesome to uh to to see if that happens. So we'll see, you know, how that materializes in free agency. The other big news today, our boy Aaron Gordon, man, just can't get any love. <laughs> not at all. Just I mean the the team select, you know, roster, you know, is it, coming out and there are guys on it like uh like Jason Tatum and um yeah, a, a few other guys and then other guys are getting, you know, invites to the USA basketball training camp cuz like the FIBA World Championships are this year. And so far it's like Aaron Gordon is not on any of these lists, you know, what whatsoever, which to me is just That's insane. It's just kind of ridiculous. Like the guy went through the the um select team uh back in 2016, and I believe hearing reports that, you know, he he played fairly well and uh held his own. I think Tobias Harris also played um for the 2016 select team uh i don't remember seeing it whether or not i saw his name on any of those lists but it's just like our boy just just can't get any love but that that's fine just keep giving our guy motivation going into the season and hopefully he's you know gearing up to have like an all-star yeah, that's or how it's
1: been his whole career he hasn't been getting love at all he
0: hasn't didn't get any love in the 2016 nba slam dunk competition yeah. our boy got robbed so uh it it is what it is. So um, a lot of things has happened, you know, since the last time that we talked to you guys. You know, we we released our Dante Marcatelli uh, episode. We had him on the show last week. Big thanks to Dante. We had so much fun doing that. Oh, yeah. uh, we launched the website, the Six and we also launched our, our merch line. You know, the the Six Man Show merch line. So if you guys haven't um, copped any gear, uh, go please do that. Help support the show. Um, you know, we love doing this, but there are some, you know, costs that are associated with running the show and stuff like that. So every little bit helps guys. Um, yeah. So this week, uh, I, I guess we'll, we'll get right into it. We do have another guest this week. So the second guest in six man show history, um, his name is Michael Orlando, but you guys probably know him better as migzors. Uh, that's his username on the Orlando magic subreddit. He's one of the um, moderators on the Orlando Magic subreddit, so we brought him on to talk, you know, about about the Reddit, um, about some of the events that, that they've done, things that they've got going on, uh, a couple things in the works, and then we, you know, we just also talked some Orlando Magic basketball with him. Michael, yeah, just really nice guy, incredibly nice good. guy. Yeah. Just can't thank him enough for taking the time to come on the show. Uh, I th- I th- it feels like we gained a friend today. Oh, for sure. Just seems seems like yeah. a great guy. Um, apart from that, though, that interview is going to be a little bit later on in the show. Uh, to, that interview, um, pretty pretty lengthy, so uh, we're going to try to keep the front part of the show here um, a little bit lighter, um, a little bit shorter this week. But basically, what we wanted to do with just a few weeks coming up here, um, not much, not too much time until you know the NBA draft, and we've been talking for weeks and weeks about how we were going to dive into these prospects and you know give our takes and. Um, just kind of go over who we think would be, you know, good fits and stuff like that. So this is um, going to be like part one of a, of a two-part series about the Orlando Magic dra- Draft prospects. We did this uh, a few weeks back. We had like the two-part free agency uh, a series. Uh, so that, once again, this is going to be part one of a, of a two-part series. So we're going to dive right into this. So really the way that we did this, guys, is we went to all like the major sources like CBS Sports the Ringer, although some people aren't so hot with some of the mock drafts that they've come out with recently, but uh, we looked to the Athletic, to Sports Illustrated, Sporting News, Yahoo Sports, Bleacher Report, a few other sites like Net Scouts and Basketball Insiders. We just basically went through each of their mock drafts to get a handle on you know who the quote unquote experts uh, expect the the Magic to pick or who they could see the Magic selecting at sixteen. Well, you and I have talked a lot. You know, yes, we watch March Madness and you know the national championship, but throughout the year, you know, we're both big UNC guys, but we don't exactly follow college basketball as closely, obviously, as we follow the Magic. Yeah. So, yeah. take what we're saying with a grain of salt. We're trying to do our best to, uh, you know, bring you guys some information, bring you guys like our takes, like we always do, but at the same time, we're not experts here. We we we've, we've done. A lot of homework, and, and we're really trying to do a, a good job with this. Um, but if, if if we misspeak or, or, or we're mistaken, please uh, you know show some mercy here. So the major prospects, we're just gonna you know go through here, um, guys that were talked about on these Orlando Magic. Um, like mock drafts. So the first guy and the guy that I feel like has been talked about the most uh, is Nikhil Alexander-Walker, the uh, sophomore shooting guard out of Virginia Tech. 6'5", 205 pounds, averaged 16.2 points a game, 4.1 rebounds, 4.0 assists, shot 37.4% from the arc. So this is the guy who, in my opinion, I don't know about you, Will, but this seems like the, the most likely pick Just based off of his talent level, what the Magic need, but also like going off of you know these these draft picks. So looking at you know Nikhil Alexander Walker, um, little uh, sidebar here, cousin I guess of Shea Gilgis Alexander of the of the LA Clippers. Clippers, So he's got a a pretty solid bloodline there as far as the the NBA talent goes. Um, But looking at Nikhil. What are some things that, that you noticed, um, some things that, you know, might make him a good fit for the Orlando Magic?
1: Well, I would say, you know, his offensive versatility. You know, the guy can – he can just play. He can do anything. And then, you know, he's got a great wingspan. He's a pretty good uh, three-point shooter when his feet are set. And, yeah,
0: he's just not very explosive, but he's he's good. One thing that kind of jumped off the – like you said, he's a, he's a really good, you know, set shooter – kind of suspect you know off the dribble uh but a guy that could be like a good secondary playmaker you know we right now it's boots but next year depending on what happens it might be aaron gordon or whoever but i don't think this is a guy that you're asking really to be the guy i think this is a guy that you're just asking to do two things knock down shots well maybe three things knock down shots Play defense at a high level, um, and and be a, a secondary playmaker. You know, a guy that can handle the ball at times, do stuff like that.
1: Yeah, and the guy can play with both hands too, so that helps.
0: Yeah, very ambidextrous. Yeah, good defensive instincts. The guy's got good hands. You know, watching some of his highlights, that's kind of one of the things that jumped out at me. Uh, just always seems to get in like the passing lanes and leads to you know yeah. open layups and, and and stuff like that. Not explosive athleticism, but I don't. I think he's athletic enough to still make an impact. But yeah, Nikhil Alexander Walker. I mean, to me that's he and with an, a few of the other guys that, you know, that we'll talk about, you know, tonight, but more in depth next week is definitely a guy that I could yeah, I could I see as his, picking.
1: His passing instinct is pretty good. He's right. able to, you know, see the he has good court vision but yeah. good to see the the passing lanes and stuff like that.
0: Absolutely. So next guy up, uh Rui Hachimura, I think is how you pronounce that. I might yeah, be I absolutely I would messed that up big time. Like butchering that but he's a guy that we only saw i think on one or two of the mock drafts and listening to a, a few of the magic fans that i see on twitter that watch you know college basketball extensively more than we do um everybody just seems really not to be a, a big fan of this guy but numbers last year six 230 pounds forward out of gonzaga 19.7 points per game 6.5 rebounds 1.5 assists shot 41.7 percent from the three-point line so I mean, looking at this guy, if he falls to us and the, and the magic take him, the one thing that I will say is that it kind of seems like he's going to get drafted somewhere in that range. So it's not necess- it won't necessarily feel like he fell to us, but luckily it really won't feel... Too much like a reach um, based off of a talent standpoint. Now, if you're talking about fit, I think that's where most people for the magic are kind of straying away from him. Uh, But, you know, the guy can score at all three levels, has a a pretty decent um, shooting touch, but 6'8", you know, decent frame, but not overly athletic. So to me, I kind of wonder like where he's going to be like a good fit. As far as like the NBA, like he kind of seems a little bit undersized to play like the four or the five, but doesn't yeah. seem athletic enough or defensively gifted enough to play like the three point. Uh, excuse me, like the like the three spot to guard some of those smaller guys. Uh, he did also play in like a weak conference, you know, the West Coast Conference. I mean, they've got Gonzaga, and I, there's, I know there's a few other decent schools in that conference. But for the most part, yeah, I don't, like I don't a see lot of an
1: option he is out of all the guys that are, we can possibly pick at number 16. I don't know if he's one of the guys we
0: should consider, especially like, yeah, we're probably losing Jarrell Martin, uh, you know, in the off season here. So I could maybe seeing the magic, you know, going with a, with a forward. Uh, but I just don't know if he's necessarily the guy, you know, that, that we're going to, you know, take at, at 16. So the next guy up, um, PJ Washington, out of Kentucky shooting guard uh 68 228 pounds, 15.2 points per game 7.5 rebounds 1.8 assists 42.3% from the three point line so 68 I don't know I we have shooting guard here but 68 that doesn't sound like a shooting guard that that sounds more of a guy that's like a small forward or or a or a power forward you know what i mean yeah his wingspan's like
1: 73
0: well so that's big, that's right in our freaking wheelhouse then yeah. what are your thoughts on pj
1: I mean to me he seems like a good player. He's got a good shooting touch. You know, he can he can beat slower bigs off the dribble. He can rebound, he can
0: score. Now the the one thing um you know in watching, you know, a few videos on him I guess he has like suspect hands which I remember seeing a lot with like Bismack Biyombo. Like we would get the ball down low and then try to shovel it to to Bismack and he would just kind of fumble the ball and and you know go out of bounds. But this is another guy that might not necessarily be a good fit for Orlando. I definitely think that we need to bolster up like the forward position, but I feel like we'll be able to do that in free agency. I don't know if necessarily that's what we decide to do. You know, with- yeah.
1: To me, I don't think we really need the forward position as much as we need a guy who can just score. I, for me, I would rather draft a guard, point guard, or a shooting guard
0: over a forward. Well, I'm glad that you brought up the fact that, that we need a shooter because that's, that's exactly what we've got next up on our list here. So uh, wh- what are we looking at? Number four on our list here, uh, Tyler Hero, the, the shooting guard out of Kentucky. Now, I remember because um, I, I pay a little bit of attention to like the, rec- the recruiting classes and stuff like that because I, you know, I follow North Carolina the best that I can. And I remember like kind of hoping that Tyler Hero uh, would go to uh, North Carolina before he decided to, to go to Kentucky good shooter off the catch you know and off the dribble kind of like a, a poor man's jj reddick is like the archetype that i could see him turning into if we take this guy i think it is basically saying like we're just getting this guy to shoot
1: yeah i think the same way uh you know he's a good three-point shooter um he's got a soft touch on the floater um uh,
0: He's yeah, I did notice that shooter. he's got pretty good touch around the rim. Yeah, and he's pretty good rebounder for a wing, though, too. So, I mean, his his three point percentage wasn't like quite where I think he would want. it. I think he shot like somewhere around like thirty five percent. But uh, I think maybe part of that was like him trying to do too much, maybe at Kentucky, and just taking you know like bad shots where I think in the NBA he would most likely like a JJ Redick or like a Kyle Korver. I don't think he's quite the pure shooter that those guys are, but he would probably be getting you know, better looks than, you know, he was in Kentucky. Probably a guy that you're just asking to hit, you know, the open three or maybe hit a pump fake and have like a a flyby and maybe he takes one hard dribble and gets up into his shot. That's the the kind of shot selection that I could see him taking um, in the NBA. So our next guy up, this is a guy who, honestly, I just really wasn't all that sure about, you know, when you look just at the numbers, I mean, nothing really – Jumps off the page at you other than his three point shooting. So, next guy up is going to be Kevin Porter Jr., the the guard out of USC. So, 6'6, 218 pounds, great size, but only 9.5 points per game, 4.0 rebounds, 1.4 assists, shot 41.2 from the three point line. So, out of the drafts that we looked at, uh, this looks like a guy who is going to be right around, you know, being available at that 16th pick. Now, I think a lot of it has to do um, with kind of like the off-the-court stuff. I know he had a couple of uh, suspensions. Yeah. Uh, he struggled with a, a thigh injury for a lot of, you know, the, the season this year at USC. And, you know, the Magic, I mean, even going back to like Rob Hennigan, have been saying for years now that they're looking for good character guys first. Now, I don't know the whole story, of you know, about what happened at USC, but I know it was personal conduct related it was off the court stuff so that might be a reason why the magic opt not to go with a guy like this but from what i've heard this is one of the most like raw talented guys in the draft Uh, a guy with like you know great dribble moves dynamic athlete like this guy can just jump you know out of the gym but he is a good shooter but he's kind of got an awkward release so but still shot you know a good percentage so maybe with some uh shooting coaching at the next level maybe he's he's even able to take that up to another level
1: yeah i feel like you know he's got you know really good ball hand like oh yeah absolutely and, and he can he can make his way to the basket and stuff like that so
0: we'll see get his shot up at any time yeah you know, and then uh, another guy. You know, kind of Nikhil Alexander Walker, Kevin Porter Jr., Romeo Langford are all guys that I've heard. Uh, you know, for the most part, thrown around at that 16 spot. So yeah, we'll go ahead and talk a little bit about um, Indiana's Romeo Langford. The uh, I believe he was a freshman this year. The the shooting guard. So Romeo Langford, 6'6", 215 pounds, scored sixteen point five points per game, five point four rebounds, two point three assists, shot twenty seven point two percent from the three-point line so that's not that's not great yeah it's not the best but when you look at the guy's tape like his shooting form really isn't that bad like he he kind of seems to shoot it from like the top of his head where i think the the most ideal you know like releases kind of like from the forehead yeah Almost, but that's something they, s- they can work on yeah that was my you know thinking as well but the stroke really doesn't look all that bad so I don't know if it was maybe just a product of his shot selection at Indiana, maybe he was just trying to do, you know, a little bit too much, but I think that shooting form like it's not broken, like it definitely looks like it's fixable. But another guy, just great athlete, strong finisher around the the rim, got the physical tools to be a good defender.
1: Yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, you know, his his defensive instincts are all there and that's something that we can use for the magic's just more defense. Right. I mean our team solid defensively, but you can never have enough defense, you know what I'm saying? So Right. Um yeah, a guy who can finish strong around the rim, great touch in the lane, so a guy that can get his shot in the and and take it to the basket.
0: That that would help us out a lot. He shores up that that three-point, you know, percentage and that that form and maybe gets it to like the mid 30s. This is a guy who, you know, could potentially I think him and um, Kevin Porter Jr., they just have like that raw athletic ability. Those are two guys that if they if they have good development around them and they're able to to take that next step, those are guys that, you know, potentially could be like fringe all-star type of guys, like in my opinion. Yeah, we just need That's guys. That's just the eye touch. We need guys eye who can make,
1: make buckets either way. Right. Whether it's three or going
0: to the lane, mid-range, whatever it is. We just need guys that can make buckets. Right. So we've got a couple more guys here, um, just two more here. Another guy that that was uh, slotted for the Magic to select at 16, KZ Akpala. So uh, shooting guard from Stanford, 6'9", 215 pounds, 16.8 points per game, 5.7 rebounds, 2.0 assists. Shot 36.8% from the three point line. So, a lot of the mock drafts that I looked at, though, a couple of them did have us taking Akpala. But for the most part, like looking at those drafts, like a lot of guys had him getting picked in like the 25 to 30 range. So, this looks like a guy that if we take him at 16, would feel, in my opinion, a little bit like a reach. Yeah. Now, a guy that still seems pretty raw, but I don't know if we take him at 16. Yeah, I don't think we
1: take him at 16.
0: One of the options, uh, especially for this next guy that we're going to bring up here, uh, would maybe to be to you know trade back a little bit, maybe into the later part of that first round, maybe get another asset somehow. Uh, but then maybe to, to draft him here because the guy seems like a, a pretty you know decent athlete, decent shooter, not not great. He's got pretty good form, uh, but but a good finisher. Uh, seems like a guy that can um, you know finish through contact. A very strong guy. Good body control going to the rim. Um, but I, I'm really just not too sure on him at, at 16.
1: I don't, I don't see how we pick him at 16.
0: Last guy, Carson Edwards out of Purdue. Well, I don't know how much you watch of the uh, the NCAA tournament, but this guy was just going off. This guy was just getting buckets. I think he had a few games where he scored like 40 points in the NCAA tournament. That uh, The other guy, I forget his first name, but last name is Klein. Uh, he also had had some some great games. I, I think Purdue did end up going pretty pretty deep into the tournament, actually. But Carson Edwards, just this guy. When we say explosive athlete, like this guy, just jumps off of the screen, dunking on guys, just fast break dunks. Um, decent size. I, I want to say he's like six three, uh, but a, a guy that can just pull up at any time. Guys got super. Like almost jimmer range. Like this guy just pulls up absolutely from anywhere hitting shots. Here are his stats on the season. I'm sorry, 6'1, 200 pounds, 24.3 points per game, 3.6 rebounds, 2.9 assists, shot 35.5% from the three point line. So this is another guy that if we take him at 16, kind of feels like a reach, but. Depending on what happens with free agency, this guy seems like he could kind of fill a need, like kind of like a Terrence Ross role.
1: Yeah, at six one, I mean, it's tough to see us drafting a guy at six one too, just because we've been recently we've been drafting guys with a lot of length. Right. So six one point guard, but yeah, twenty four points a game, thirty five point five percent three point shooting. It just he just
0: jumps off of the screen like the eye test just says like this kid like is a hooper and regardless of where they say that he's going to get picked i just to me like maybe like a little bit like of like a donovan mitchell like kind of underrated going into the draft draft but just a guy that can get buckets i'm not saying he's going to be donovan mitchell yeah. that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying like to me i could five years from now if we're talking about like oh man i can't believe carson edwards went 27th like i, I wouldn't surprise me at all like if this guy comes in and becomes one of the you know, best players in this draft. Maybe well, there's I something could see that I'm missing. Possibly
1: going like an Isaiah Thomas, right? Where he was kind like of low undersized. in the drafts, you know, and then undersized, like you just said, and then just explodes. I, it just depends on the situation, right? So if he can come play for us and it's the right fit, then by all means, come <laughs> come score thirty, twenty, twenty-five, thirty points for us.
0: And then depending on what happens with Terrence Ross, maybe we can, you know, maybe we trade back into the first round, pick him up. I I don't really know what happens, but maybe he could be like a guy that just comes in and and does that just gets buckets for you like Terrence Rodd's, you know, did for us this year.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, with this draft coming up, we kind of know where Vooch and Ross are kind of you know, they have their their heads towards or what they're they're feeling out cuz it's tough to to draft right now not knowing exactly. Right. What, what their what their plans are. Well,
0: I think this draft is going to kind of tell us, you know, where, you know, John Hammond and Jeff Weltman's head yeah. is at. If we see they come out and they draft another center, then, like, I doubt that's going to happen, but Vooch is probably gone at that point. Oh, yeah. So we'll have to read in, you know, probably a little bit too much into, you know, our draft pick and, and kind of see what happens. Like, if they go out and they take a point guard, then maybe Markel Fultz doesn't look like he's going to be ready anytime soon. Which... I mean, we tweeted out yesterday, like, we just want some glimmer of hope. Like, just oh, give me sure. one one video of Markel Fultz, like, taking a decent mid-race jumper. Just give me that. Like, just any bit of good news from Markel right now. Like, take your time. We want you to be healthy. But, like, to me, it just kind of seems like, I mean, what, we're in June now. The guy hasn't played in a regulation basketball game since November. That's seven months. Yeah, we
1: haven't even seen him.
0: Like, at this point, like, you see guys that, like, tear their ACL and stuff, like, at least back on the court doing some stuff. So I know they're keeping everything real hush-hush with him, and, you know, we want them to do everything the right way. But I just want I just want to see something so bad, man. Yeah. So uh, I think – I don't know about you. I don't have anything else, you know, regarding our, our draft prospects. Do you have anything else that you want to add before we uh, switch over no, to Michael? I think that's it. All right, well, well just, guys, uh we're going to go ahead and, and switch over to to Michael now, Migzors. Um you know, from the uh the moderator for the Orlando Magic subreddit. So let's jump right into that interview. All right, Orlando Magic fans, uh we're here with Michael Orlando. A lot of you, you know, fans who frequent the Orlando Magic subreddit will know him better as Migzors. Michael, am I saying that correctly?
2: Yes, you are saying it,
1: it 100% correct. It's
0: it's Migzors. Migzors. Yeah. So uh, we know we know a lot of the, you know, Orlando Magic fans, you know, interact, and they're always on the subreddit. You guys have built a, a great community there. I don't know if I mentioned it, but you are obviously one of the admins. How many admins are on the Orlando Magic subreddit at this time?
2: I think it's around five right now, and they're all great guys. They do hard work okay. behind the scenes as well.
0: And mostly what you guys are, you guys are just, like, policing, like, you know, making sure that nobody's, like, abusing the rules or, like, you know, abusing each other, stuff like that, right? Yeah, we try to...
2: You know, have a hands off approach to it. We don't want to over police folks, but I mean, we'll step in and help uh, mitigate arguments and stuff like that or issue temporary bans if necessary. But we mostly like to be hands off and just kind of have fun with the community.
0: Yeah, and like I said, you know, th- it's a great community there. Everybody, for the most part, you know, there were a couple guys. There's a, I'm not going to say any names, but there's a really big Evan Fournier fan. Um, I think you know who I'm talking about, who I think yeah. has been recently banned, but apart from that, everybody seems to to really get along. I mean, you even see like, you know, other fans from other subreddits come in and just make comments or they're asked questions about the team. Like there was one guy, I think he was a Houston fan today, who was asking, like, are you guys really looking to trade Aaron Gordon? Everybody's like, dude, get out of here. Like yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not.
2: That, that type of uh, question usually gets downvoted pretty good, but I, I like...
0: Yeah, zero upvotes on that. Yeah, no, I was just like, well, that's expected.
2: Um, I hope his feelings were hurt. But it's like the thing I try to tell folks is when somebody comes in from outside of the board, give them a good, well-thought-out response and not like a GCFO, you know, and just end it at that. So, you know, our community's pretty good about that. And sometimes it gets lost because everybody's passionate about their team and they don't want to lose somebody for somebody's bench, you know, player or whatever.
0: Right? Yeah. Even if you're thinking, you know, GTFO, you, you don't you don't say that. Like, even if you're like, like we said, like just get out of here. You know, you still yeah. try to treat them with respect and yeah, and everything like that. Yeah. Keep keep it a pretty friendly community. So, uh, a couple things that we just want to know about you, Michael. Like, apart from your last name, which is Orlando, which I think is absolutely uh, incredible. It's just a funny coincidence. But like, how did you become a Magic fan? Like, what what did your like Orlando Magic fan journey look like?
2: I think. You know, you know, having and discovering that there was a basketball team in Orlando, and of course, my last name being Orlando as a kid, I was like, that was awesome. And I don't know if anybody else or if they even still have these things. to have those Scholastic book fairs at school, like in elementary.
0: School. Right. Oh yeah, I, I remember, remember those. those. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, and you bring your mom gives you like five dollars, and then she's like, oh, just buy one thing with it or whatever like that. And then uh, uh, there was a poster that had uh, Shaq. Uh, Penny, Nick Anderson, and Horace Grant on it. I was just like, that's amazing. spent my whole five dollars on it, and
0: uh,
2: yeah, and I was just like, that is that is so cool. And uh, it just kind of grew from there. And then they they happened to be in the the finals, and I was, you know, and it was just it was awesome. You know, it's I got ragged on really bad as a kid when you're a Magic fan in Houston. You know, at the time, so people had no filter.
0: Right, Michael. If you don't uh, mind me asking, how old are you?
2: Me
0: I'm 36. 30 dude, you don't sound 36 at all I mean I don't know if that's exactly a compliment but I thought you I thought you were our age. like we're, he's 26 I'm 25 but uh, you, you sound yeah you sound a little bit younger than 36. I don't know if that's really a compliment but no
2: I mean I don't want to sound like I'm 80 at 36 so you know so, <laughs> right you know, So yeah no I, I'll take it as a compliment
0: man. Uh, another thing that we wanted to know I, I noticed last season I think it was for a Mavericks game uh, that you helped orchestrate and you live in Houston is that correct? Right. Okay. So you set up uh, a meetup at an Orlando Magic home game last year for like a lot of the people you know on subreddit. So just tell tell everybody like a little bit like behind the scenes of what what went into that, how you set that up, and then you know just tell everybody like what the experience was, the the crowd that you guys were with, you know how much fun you guys had, all all that good stuff.
2: Well, when I first became a moderator uh, with the Magic, I, I I was super passionate about it because. Uh, I thought the community was great. It was lacking as far as, you know, an overall theme for the subreddit, that we weren't being moderated very well. So when I applied to become a moderator, I told myself that I want to get some ins with the Magic and do some cool promotions or do some get-togethers and just kind of bring some life to the sub. And um, so I emailed a bunch of people within the Magic organization. I got in touch with a bunch of uh, ticket account executives and um, one executive, Madison Halesco who's no longer with the Magic. He went to work with the Jaguars now.
0: Really, Madison? Yeah. I'm so- I'm sorry to interrupt you, but Madison actually signed me up uh, when my wife and I had our season tickets. Oh, really? And, yeah. It's small world, right? We were we went to the uh, we went to game three against the Raptors, and we saw him, and he was like dressed in like street clothes.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: And then one of the uh, ticket reps like called him out, like, "Hey, Madison." And I was like, "Oh, that's kind of weird. Maybe he's got the day off, but he's working for the Jaguars now. That's awesome. Small world."
2: It's small. Oh, that's really cool. He was a super cool dude. And I was yeah, losing, but we got a new connection, and he set us up with you know a discount on the tickets. There was no fees, and you know he kind of let people pick seats wherever they want. it was kind of, it was kind of planned ahead a little bit, but uh, we couldn't section off a whole section for the Magic fans, unfortunately. But hopefully, that's something we could do next year. Um, but yeah, he got us hooked up and. Um, You know, we got to meet at the game early. I got to meet a lot of the regulars on the Reddit uh, board and the uh, Discord. That's awesome. And, uh, I mean, everybody was fantastic. There was, like, it was electric. Because, you know, you talk to people online, and you don't really have a face to associate them with. But when you meet them in person, you know, it's just it's like a whole different ballgame. Right. And, um, yeah, so we just got there early. We took pictures. And, I mean, it was a great game. It was, you know, Dirk's last game in Orlando. so right. Uh, we got to see Luca, and it, it, it was just a fantastic experience. We all hung out after, and you know, it, it was a lot of fun. I w- we're definitely going to do it again. So, if you're listening and you're interested in going, I'll definitely post details whenever the season rolls around uh, a little bit closer.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was this close to to coming to that game, but if I remember correctly, I think it was on a was it like a Friday night. Yeah, we we you know we're here in uh, in Port Richie, which is like an hour north of Tampa. So, um, it's about it's like, like a, two and a half it's hours. about a two and a half hour trip. So to try yeah. to get off work in time to make it all the way down there, plus at you know at the time my wife and I we either just had our baby, we we're getting ready to have our baby, so you know money was kind of tight. You know we've all been there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, unfortunately I missed I missed this one. But if you guys ever set up another one, you know we would absolutely love to be there. Like Reddit is is so awesome because like you know, we've done a couple of, of like many meetups here in the, in the Tampa Bay area. And we've mostly used Reddit to do that. You know, I think our first meetup we had about, I don't know, there was like 15 of us there all together. And, and, um, you know, we'd see random people walk in in like magic jerseys and you're like, all right, this isn't by coincidence. Yeah. (laughs) And we'd go up to them and be like, uh, did you, you guys come here like by accident. They're like, no, man, we heard about this on Reddit. So Reddit is just a, like such a cool place like to to find people that aren't necessarily in your area, like to to come together and like discuss things that you're passionate about. So, um, I, yeah, I think it's awesome that you guys do those meetups. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm on you know Reddit every you know day, just going through the the posts and you know mostly the Orlando Magic subreddit. But yeah, anytime that you guys do that, yeah, we'll we'll definitely be there for sure.
2: Yeah, I'll definitely let you know. And the, the cool thing is, is that when when I went to the meetup and I got there early to make sure everybody got in when they could, uh, I mean, the Magic fans come from like all walks. There was younger, there was older, there was all different. Like it was a super diverse group, and it was just really amazing to see that you know the love for the Magic spans, you know, it has no boundaries. It goes from here, and even overseas, I've I've been fortunate enough to speak with fans overseas and send out like magic fan packs to I think it was Germany and Australia. And, uh, it was one of Brazil. So it's really awesome.
0: Yeah. I mean, just being on Reddit, like you, like I mostly have interacted with like, like a lot of fans from like the UK and stuff like that. And I know, you know, the magic have gone overseas and, you know, and played a few times in front of those crowds, but it's just like, I think it was, uh, both of game three and four, like the Orlando magic UK, like had a whole group, literally fly halfway across the world to watch their team play. Like, to me, that's just amazing.
1: I didn't know that. That's incredible. That That just shows how, you know, the league has brought overseas and everything.
0: And then, you know, you flying from Houston to to go to a game and and interact with other Magic fans. That's amazing, man.
1: How often do you come to to Orlando? Uh, You know, we had actually, we got
2: married on March 1st, me and my wife um and oh, we congratulations yeah. that's thank awesome you. Thank, you. thank you
0: my uh, my anniversary is march 9th
2: what man my birthday's on march 8th so it's like it was a whole wrap it up you know dude my
0: birthday's march 8th
2: no way
1: <laughs>
0: no i'm just kidding no, 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 it's no, no, no. in august i'm just i'm just playing don't, yeah, playing. don't, don't fool play. you there
2: i was about to freak out i've never met another march 8th person but um we drove to uh, Orlando uh, for our honeymoon. So, you know, we did Disney World, Harry Potter World, and we did a magic yeah, exactly. game and met other people. So, I've only, unfortunately, I've only been able to go once, but I'm hoping I actually get to go there for the summer, for the, um, the uh, what do you call it, uh, the summer media uh, event that they have. Uh, a media, like media day. day. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm hoping I'll, to go there I'll for that,
0: that, that. Like to represent, like, the subreddit? Oh, dude, that would be awesome yeah, for that'd you. That would be crazy. That would be sick.
2: Yeah, so uh, fingers crossed on that. We'll see what happens. I'll, I'll keep you guys in the loop
0: if I'm in. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, Um. you know, maybe we can do some kind of, like, live event with you on, on Twitter or, I don't know, we'll we'll figure something out. That'd be awesome to be able to communicate with you while you're there. That'd be awesome. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So so how did you become a moderator?
2: Uh, well, it was a little, uh, it was a little, it, the, the situation was just we had one moderator in the forum, right, and they weren't really updating or, keeping the sub fresh, so I may have created another subreddit that was Orlando Magic themed <laughs> and I designed it myself and Dang. I was like, if you Covert. guys are going to do it, yeah. It was oh, super, yeah. like, it was underhanded, I was like,
0: sir- vigilante. Guys. yeah, so,
2: but the guy was super cool when he opened up the moderator applications and he was like, this guy's clearly passionate, you know, no matter his his actions to, to get on here, so he brought me on and, and then right. he, he brought on, like, Sam and a couple of other guys at the time and um, you know, that's how I got on there and that's how I was able to, it was, it was a little underhanded to begin with, I'll admit, but it worked. So <laughs> we're actually going to have um, moderator, um, positions open here in the summer. So if you guys are interested or if you know, everybody's interested, uh, when we oh, is, post it, come to check it out.
0: Is that just because of like the, the growth of the subreddit? Like you guys are trying to keep like one moderator to every 10,000, you know, members or how does that, how do you guys decide to, to, you know, add more moderators?
2: I think we, our moderators are pretty active on the sub. However, oh, yeah. um, they, you know, we'd like to have people in different time zones to kind of, like, check the okay. forum and make sure nobody's going crazy in there. Or, uh, you know, right now I think we're, we're getting close to 50,000, and uh, Reddit, when they implemented the uh, suggestion, um, uh, like, I think on, like, mobile and web – to suggest subreddits to users it's skyrocketed every sub has gained like maybe 30 forty thousand fans this offseason so we're just that's trying to incredible. keep up with the demand yeah right.
0: right that's awesome man so you talked a little bit about like you know when you started like that other subreddit like you did a lot of the design and stuff like yourself like that yourself uh what if you know if a, you know anything really goes into like I'm sure that obviously there's a lot of stuff, but what goes into like updating the the subreddit? Like, like you said, keeping things things fresh. Like what are some things that you guys, you know, try to do and, and you know, some of your tactics.
2: Uh, well, design wise, I do all of the graphics. So if there's a different banner popping up, I'll, you know, that's me usually throwing something together, uh, when I have the time to do it. And it's a little bit of coding as well. There's two reddits. There's the new reddit and old reddit. Most users are on old reddit where you can see, um, different HTML and like uh, layouts for different subreddits. The new one's still kind of in the test phase, um, so right now we're maintaining both pages to kind of keep it fresh. And uh, also, to keep the sub fresh, um, I, I wanted to, like I said, have a relationship with the Orlando Magic, and uh, Ryan Pierce, who is the, I believe, uh, co-president, or co, I can't think of his exact title, but he basically uh, helps run fan relations for the Magic. And he's okay. sent me countless uh, fan packs that it's like Orlando Magic uh, stickers, magnets, flags, cup holders, koozies, and to give out to the Magic community. So sometimes I'll just do a random giveaway and uh, just to give people to look something forward to like during an off-season during the summer because, you know, it can be pretty slow. Um, things like that. Uh, yeah, that's, just, we try to think outside the box a bit, with, again, with like get-togethers and just to keep people coming back and such
0: all right, Michael, uh, we, we, we're going to switch gears uh, a little bit here and we'll just talk about, you know, the, the drafts coming up and obviously, obviously free agency. Have you had any time to like really analyze, you know, any of these guys that, that we might be able, you know, projected to, to pick at 16 and kind of who, who might you be leaning to?
2: That's rough, man. Like I really don't follow college ball at all. You know, I'm that last second (laughs) dude, just cramming in all these, man, look at this hype video for this guy.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't watch college yeah, We, ball we don't watch too much. We've been trying to do our homework though to 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 see what our options are.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to be out there throwing out. I don't think I've made a single post about who we should draft because I literally have no idea, but yeah. I would assume they might go with they obviously will go with best player available like uh they're going to maybe look for maybe a backup forward um okay. you know cuz we're going to lose Jarrell, and we really don't have a whole lot of depth there this and is true. you know uh, so maybe maybe something there uh maybe you know, we've got plenty of backup point guards and we might be in the hunt for like maybe like yellow or something like that so
0: um
2: you know i think backup forward might be something they're aiming for something some scoring off the bench potentially
0: i just whoever we draft just please be able to shoot the ball
1: yeah that's what i think i yeah. think we need somebody that can score we just need some shooting because i you know our defense is good and so
0: yeah, um, I'm, I'm tired of length.
2: <laughs> you know right. Saying, but
0: That's the running joke. Like, whoever has the longest – like, the Magic are taking Taco Fall with 16. Like, get out of here.
2: Taco, say Jeff Welman into the chat. You know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, man, what's that? What's his wingspan, you know? That dude's huge. You see that picture where,
0: standing next to Moabamba? He makes Moabamba yeah, look like his son. Yeah, yeah I think he's like seven, seven. Yeah, 7'7". Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's amazing. Absolutely. Well, I mean the the other big issue, obviously, and we've talked about it on this show like at nauseum. But I, it's always good to get another you know opinion, especially somebody that you know follows the team as closely as you do. What do you expect? You know, what do you want to happen in free agency?
2: It's rough. I, I kind of keep going back and forth on what they should do exactly. Like I liked Vooch; he did a great job this year. Um, he just might be offered too much money from another team to to warrant keeping him, and. You know, if he goes that's that's fine. Uh, I think Orlando will be okay. You know, Mo's coming into I think his own, it's gonna take a season or so, but he's done a lot of good off season work. Um, he's put on a lot of muscle and put on a lot of time in the, the film the film room. So if we lose Vooch, I'd be okay with that. Um I'd like to keep Ross, but if losing both of them means chasing after like a point guard like, like D'Angelo Russell, then I'd be like, "Okay, that's fine. I'd be I'd be all right with that because we obviously need some scoring to help get us over the hump. It's especially right. off the bench, so we we lacked severely as soon as the second unit came on. If Terrence Ross wasn't shooting well, we lost, you know. And I, yeah. So, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. I think we'll it depends on how much if Vooch gets over $20 million a year, I just don't think Orlando's going to bring him back because they want to keep their cap flexible. Or you know, the next summer and the summer after.
0: Right. You saw um, Shams, you know, uh, I don't know if it was yesterday or today, but, you know, tweeting or, or he wrote in one of his articles that Sacramento, their main priority this off season is to, you know, shop for a center. And we've heard for months and months, you know, Vooch, you know, being connected to, you know, the King's interests. So, I mean, if Sacramento throws a lot of money at him, then, you know, it's going to be hard to, to, you know, match that and, and keep him.
2: Yeah, if it, if it breaks the bank, you know, I mean, you saw how great a contract they got out of Aaron Gordon, and this dude's a young, explosive player, and he has a contract that scales downwards in salary, and I just don't think Vooch, we're going to get the same thing from Vooch unless he really wants to stay in Orlando and he really gives them a hometown discount. I mean, he's been here, like, seven years, right? And yeah. he's been on the record being like, hey, like, I love Orlando. I don't want to leave, but, you know, but he's going to get
1: that yeah, big agency, you know? Money talks. So, how do you, how do you feel about Aaron Gordon getting snubbed on the All Defensive Team and not getting a single vote?
2: Man, I had saw um, David Steele say that uh, once they eliminated like regional sports broadcasters putting in votes, it helped. I mean, it hurt a lot of the players who aren't in the playoffs or aren't big names to be on the defensive, you know, list and such like that. He definitely should be on there had similar, if not better, numbers than some on the third and second team, so...
1: Oh, yeah.
2: I just think, like, if they're gonna do it by... Like, if they... they Maybe should do the first team by, like, popular vote, right? And then maybe second or third team, they go off of maybe analytics with a mixture of regional sports analysts and stuff like that, and, you know, kind of like... Or maybe have a coach's vote, and have the coach's... Or a player player vote, vote. yeah. Yeah, player vote, things like that, so... I. I just don't – I don't like the current system they have on that. Yeah, him getting snubbed. And, and then even, like, Terrence Ross not even getting a nod for, you know, six man of the year. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, because we were talking about a couple of shows ago that, uh you know, Jordan Bell gets a, you know, a vote. And that guy and, plays like 12 minutes a game. And he plays like 10 minutes, yeah. And it's just – it's insane. It's just because they're on TV all the time. So they see him, The you know, the media sees them, and they're not watching the Magic game until the last, the last game of the season that's on on national television, so.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, it's just rough when you're not in the national spotlight. It hurts you a lot, and, you know, maybe, like I said, they should go to some sort of statistical or player or coach vote again for the second or third team, at the very least, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, mean, another thing is today, um, you know, Woe just kept tweeting out all these guys that were being, you know, invited to the USA training camp and were selected to the USA select team, and, You know, Aaron Gordon played on the USA select team in the 2016 season, and he, he, it doesn't seem like he got an invite, which to me is just like he's a guy that's been in the program before. I don't, I just don't understand how there are, you know, 18 guys, you know, that. Yeah, I I don't know how they're choosing these guys. Yeah, I mean,. I would like to think that, you know, Greg Popovich is actually watching, you know, these like local TV games and not just the nationally televised games because he's a coach and he has to actually scout. Yeah. Um, But it's just kind of disappointing to see the guy, you know, overlooked. But I mean, I think it's a good thing for us. I think it's going to add a lot of motivation, a lot of motivation to him. Uh, this off season, and yeah
1: I think he's already motivated yeah that I, just every for every, every single
0: thing that he gets passed up on he's just like another chip on his shoulder so that's going to be awesome to see uh last question that we you know we don't want to keep you too long here Michael uh what do you what do you think the expectation you know heading into to next season is going to be Vooch or, or no Vooch or you know like you you mentioned we're looking at possibly uh pursuing d'angelo russell when it's all said and done do you do you expect the magic to be right back in the playoffs next year or realistically do you think we're going to take a little bit of a step back in order to set up better for the long term
2: i think uh based on the second half of the season things started to click and you know we've got that season under our belt the players all have a taste for the playoffs now and it didn't go as you know we didn't go down fighting like i think they wanted to uh, but I think that maybe even leaves a bigger desire to win. I mean, that was the first taste of success that the entire team basically has had, um, you know, since their career started. And, like, AG's been with the team for a while now, and that was his first playoff visit. So I think they will make the playoffs again. Even if we lose Vooch um, and he's replaced by somebody who can help us offensively, um, I, think, I think they'll get back in there again. Clifford's a really good head coach, and he – He should have been in the conversation for Coach of the Year, too, because what do you do with We can just go
0: on and on with the snubs. Yeah, the snubs
1: ridiculous this year.
0: But it's
2: like, I think now that they are all familiar with the system, they know what's being expected of them and and their roles, I think they will make the playoffs. I think they could even achieve a higher seed, um, even if they lose Vooch. I think they'll be all right.
0: I think mostly we're we're all on the same page about that. You know, no matter what happens in the with the you know, Vooch and, and Ross and free agency, we fully expect, you know, Weltham to go out, make the necessary to, you know moves to keep this team, you know, competitive.
1: Yeah, I think as long as there's no major injuries, we should be fine.
0: Yeah. Well, Michael, you've been, you know, incredible to talk to, you know, we're, we're love, you know, we love, you know, talking to you and getting to know you and, and thank you for coming on and, and sharing, you know, your experiences as the moderator and also giving, you know, us your takes, you know, about the Orlando magic, man. It's just, uh, it's, it's a privilege to have you on the show. Seriously.
2: Yeah, man. I appreciate y'all even considering me. I'm just a dude who moderates, you know, a subreddit, <laughs> you know, but it's uh, I love the magic and, you know, I mean, it's fun watching them it can be frustrating but to get to interact with the fans uh, online and off it's just it's great I appreciate you guys having me on it's a lot of time yeah, man
0: well, we appreciate you man yeah you say you're just a, a small part but you're I mean you basically took you know you strong armed the subreddit and not you know took it over and yeah. you're responsible for bringing a lot of people you know together on a daily basis on there man so I, I don't don't uh, sell yourself short on there I know there's a lot of people that appreciate what you do man it's awesome
2: yeah, man, I appreciate it. So if you guys ever need help with anything, just let me know. I'm happy to help you of out. Of course, man. Awesome. You,
0: did, you did mention um, that you had a, a couple fan packs for us to give away in, in a, a certain autograph item. Did I hear that correctly?
2: <laughs> yeah, so like I said, I built a great relationship with the Magic. They've been sending me tons of stuff to give out through the year. Um, I can give you guys a couple of fan packs, however many you guys see appropriate, and um, I can give away a uh, autographed Mobamba picture. Um so Whoa. use that how
0: you want. You're just gonna send that to us, right? We don't need to give that away. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All of them.
1: I'm just send kidding. us, send get, us get all your them. info. I'll see if I can <laughs> send
0: you all one on the side. Uh, Alright, man, I appreciate it. So um Six Man fans, Orlando Magic fans, basically what we're going to do, uh when we release this podcast on Monday, uh we'll include the details on that tweet. Uh, you know, so follow us on Twitter uh at the Six Man Show. But basically what we're gonna do is um just retweet that tweet and then we're going to pick two people at random that retweet that tweet uh, to get you know a fan pack each from michael and then one fan who gives us a five star rating and a review on itunes make sure you screenshot that as you do that tweet that screenshot to us and then we'll pick one of those fans that does that to get a a fan pack uh, and that autographed uh, mo bamba picture how does that sound michael
2: Sounds great. I, anything to to get you guys um, going? Yeah, absolutely. It
0: sounds great. You're, you're the man, Mike. We appreciate that. Yeah, we well, do, really. Once again, not to be the dead horse, man, but just thank you so much for coming on to the Six Man Show. Uh, we'll have to do this again, yeah, man. We we'll have to, too. you know, bring you on maybe uh, before the regular season starts. And then if you ever have, you know, any f- big um, meetup or anything like that that you're trying to get together, you know, hit us up. We we'll, we'd be happy to bring you on the show anytime. Yeah, okay, and if man, I'd love to be on. If you come to Orlando, you know, we can meet you there, yeah, too. Yeah, let us know, man. We're just a few hours away. We'll make the drive. Oh, for sure. Fingers crossed All right, Michael.
2: Day, I'll let you know.
0: All right, Michael. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So once again, guys, uh, that was Michael Orlando, better known as Migzors, on the Orlando Magic subreddit. Just huge thank you to him for for coming onto the show. We had so much fun with that conversation. Uh, as you guys heard, we are going to be giving away, you know, a few fan packs, thanks to Michael. Uh, and the way that we'll do that once again is we'll tweet out uh, the link to this episode on Monday, also with the instructions to retweet, you know that that tweet, uh, and we'll select two uh, of you guys at random to get two uh, fan packs, and then we're going to be giving away a fan pack with an autograph Mo Bamba picture. Um, to, to enter for that, just go to our iTunes, give us a five-star rating and a review, screenshot yourself doing that, and then um, message that to us or you know, tweet that to us on Twitter, and then we'll, we'll select one person at random uh, from the rating uh, screenshots of that. Uh, so once again, uh, we do want to remind you guys, June 20th. At either seven or eight o'clock, we're still waiting on the official time for the draft. But at the Buffalo Wild Wings uh, in Oldsmar on Tampa Road, we're going to be doing the uh, Orlando Magic draft party that night. So come on out and hang out with us once again. That's June twentieth. The time to to follow whenever we find out when that is. And then once again, guys, we launched our new site, the dot com. Go visit the site. You guys can find you know links directly to the podcast. Uh, there, you know, wherever you guys listen to your podcasts, whether it's uh, iTunes or Spotify or Google Play, we're basically on every podcast platform at this time. Uh, but also, you know, check out our, our gear, guys. We posted um, some dope hats. Uh, some really nice shirts, you know we all original six man show designs. So go pick up that for us. you know support the the show guys. We'd really appreciate that. but uh, will I think that's gonna to do it, it for us this week. Once again guys, this has been the six man show. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the six man show.